You're listening to TNM Coaching Unplugged. TNM Unplugged features the diverse perspectives of a thriving global community of coaches, leaders, and experts. And it's all for you. Hi, everybody, and welcome to TNM Coaching Unplugged and Zoran Todorovic Interconnected Podcast. So happy to be with you in the new year. And this is going to be one of the first podcasts we're publishing in the new year in 2023. We're so grateful and happy that you keep on coming week after week in this space when you are elevating your mind, elevating your heart, elevating your soul to the next level and beyond. The space when you're inspiring yourself to reclaim your true authentic self, to become more free, to become more resilient, transformational, evolutionary, and to truly transform your life. So thank you so much for joining in. As always, we have wonderful people joining us in this podcast. There's such a creative genius is all around the world with different skills and disciplines and modalities. And today we have a beautiful friend and collaborator, Nina Guamara. And I'm just going to tell you a little bit about her. About her. She was or she is a creative director. She's also a self-inquiry coach. And um, ever since she was a little girl, you know, she was connected. She was one of these star seeds, as I call them, who never lost the connection to themselves, to the divine, to multidimensional nature of the life. And that also opened a deeper curiosity. Uh, what makes us unique as a human beings? You know, what is our essence? How do we show up in our essence? What do we need to do to be truly human in, a, in the best version of ourselves? She has been delivering coaching and training and development and supporting other teachers in her life. She also created a circle called I Am Circle, which is the space of like-minded, heart-led, soul-seekers to unite in the self-inquiry and self-leadership. And I love this self-leadership element because I believe, as you know, that self-leadership is absolutely necessary nowadays for all of us to activate. And she's also enjoying dance and ecstatic dance, and she's using the movement to access the portal of creation and connection to their inner child and to awaken her, her spirit. And I met with her at the festival, and we had a lot of connection, and our free spirits connected. And I was saying, Nina, let's record this podcast. You're such an important speaker and voice nowadays. So I invited her to be my guest. So Nina, welcome. I'm so glad and happy to have you with us today. Thank you so much for having me. It's really beautiful to be here and to speak and yeah, it feels like a transformational time for me too. So when you speak into things that that have been alive in me, things are so evolving with these times. And we're going to speak into that a little bit, what that means to me. Exactly. So, and this is the topic of our conversation. You know, you were talking to me the other day and you said that what is relevant and current to you right now is this exploration, the inquiry. What does it truly mean to walk back home for you, to you? And we also recorded a little bit of life around it on Instagram, and we kind of shared a little bit, but I would love to go a little bit back into that and just share where you are in relationship to that walking back home, and then we can explore further with our audience. Sure. So in these really ever-changing, transforming times, we've been through huge shifts on earth, and we are awakening more and more to where sort of the systems and structures that we've been living by society's narratives mm -hmm. that they aren't serving our humans 
spirit. They aren't serving our human being. And a lot of people are coming into these realizations in different ways. Mm -hmm. And personally, I would say the journey of walking home began for me a decade ago. And I feel as if I'm entering into a new chapter, a new decade mm -hmm. um, where the, the resources and the, the way in which navigating that time and pouring it back into my, into my service, into my work. And the way that I see it for me personally, walking back home is to, is to come into self where you feel so deeply connected to who you are, your essence. And we'll talk about that again. And, uh, your, you understand what it feels like to lead with the heart. So coming home into the heart. So we're not being head led, mm -hmm. uh, or pain led. So we are working through the layers of our, uh, of our experiences, of our trauma, of our pain points, of the stories that we've held on to, the beliefs. And this is, again, the dismantling of these structures and systems occurring from the inside out. Mm -hmm. And so walking home has been that process of dismantling and unlearning, and it's a continued journey, so there is no destination home. I also believe that walking home requires us to face off with our... The, the the identity and the attachment to our identity and the concept of death, that death is in fact truth and building a relationship to death is building a relationship to life. And I feel like there's this threshold that we must cross where we have to face off with the fear of the unknown, the fear of death. And, uh, and that's part of the path walking home. And, um, and also returning to, returning to principles that are, that really, that connect us to life. So returning to ancient principles, rituals, ceremony, nature, mm -hmm. nature being, you know, the, the living, breathing, or for me personally, it's this living, breathing organism that we are it. And so me walking home wasn't just me thinking, oh, well, I am nature, but it was actually feeling it, like really feeling at one with nature, as in as nature. And, and when I was a child, that's the essence that I can relate to, uh, this awe and wonder and beauty mm -hmm. at nature. And then, of course, we get lost in our in our journeys of life and we fall, follow these paths, uh, maybe, you know, our education system that follows into career ladders that we get we follow in the paths of our friendship circles and um our family dynamics and we end up getting removed from our deepest sense of self and we disconnect from this in attunement to to our essence and and then it takes something to kind of break that uh to inquire and go into in self inquiry and i believe the self inquiry becomes uh the self-leadership it kind of naturally once you lean in and you begin that journey with self it becomes self-leadership and uh, and self-leadership to me is also now um sacred sovereignty mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that for me is kind of the journey of walking home um and, and 
and it's yeah it's a it's a and it's and it's a long haul game <laughs> yeah i love that it's a long haul game it's not like you reach the destination you keep on yeah. walking and walking so let's kind of go layer by layer and see where we are so you mentioned coming back home it's reconnecting to your essence it's reconnecting to your heart it's uh, really understanding your identity and letting go of your identity creating relationship with the death which is the truth of our life making sure that we have a deeper more profound relationship with nature and deepening that relationship of sense of self, you know, and, and then eventually that leads us to self-inquiry, which is self-leadership. And I love this sacred sovereignty. We need to, we need to explore that. I love the sacred sovereignty. This is the new term that you came up with, but it's, it's a really beautiful one. So out of these things, you know, which one do you think it's the most essential? Is it connecting to your essence, the first step to it? Is it, is it heart? Is it death? Or it's all equally important, but how would you walk that path? if you were to be a listener? Mm -hmm. For me, the most important thing is, is, is the person's relationship to it. As in, we have to strip everything away. All we have is ourselves. You mm. know, we heal us. We lead us. Our life is our medicine. Our, what sparks us up, what lights our soul, what connects, what resonates. And there are so many different, there's so much noise out there these days. And so we really have to learn this discernment of this is resonating with me. It's like, take what resonates and leave what doesn't. When you're listening to this podcast, mm -hmm. take what resonates and leave what doesn't. And don't try and judge and label what doesn't, mm -hmm. because that's the ego. That's mm -hmm. the ego mind wanting to, you know, protect, yeah. think we know, but it's this deeper resonance and following in that path. That's our own self-led path where we, where we tune into what is, what is resonating for us. Mm -hmm. And those dots connect, you know, th those dots begin to connect. And, uh, and that's something that I've sort of said in my work is like, I have, I do have a gift when I work with people for dot connecting, as in seeing the threads that link everything together connecting mm -hmm. the dots and finding those roots, you know, tending to the roots. Where do we need to lean in? What, what, how are we going to connect those dots and unlock and unblock and unleash? Because that's really what we're kind of sitting with when we're sitting in struggle or we're sitting in challenge or discomfort. You know, that's where, we're, that's where we need to lean into. Um, and, and, and it's these skills that we haven't necessarily developed early on in our lives i believe that the new generation of babes that are being born are going to be like next level with their resources on how to understand their sense of self and how to discern and how to express their needs um, because we have more and more and more adults learning about these things mm -hmm. and understanding how it all worked you know how all how the timeline has worked we have to kind of understand so the most important thing is to actually listen and learn your way your unique way and what you know what what is resonant for you and following that because that is where the wisdom comes from is it is it is by leaning into life mm -hmm. and actually letting the experiences hit us and and then it's how we show up for ourselves it's how we gather the wisdom it's how we alchemize our own pain and we can be supported in that journey absolutely but again recognizing resonance so 
that resonance and leaning into our life and understanding yourself on a deeper level is the first step or one of the most important you know things to do to understand ourselves on the level of the essence of who we are would you say to people who are listening and hearing you but asking questions for example okay i get it i know what i need to do but how do i do mm-hmm. this what would you say to the how mm-hmm. so yeah i didn't have the i did not have the vocabulary or the the language, or the awareness, or the wisdom mm-hmm. a decade ago. Mm-hmm. And therefore, the biggest step, the, 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 the best step to take is to, to ask for guidance and to take, a, it's courage, it really is courage, it's courage to listen to that 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 scary voice that's that's calling for something and equally if i was to look back and communicate with that those versions of myself that were you know genuinely deeply suffering with overwhelming thoughts um anxiety depressive sort of tendencies that weren't making sense to me if i was to communicate back with these parts of nina i would I would say that these are um, expressions of they're like they're like symptoms that are expressing and moving through you that are not forever. They are not. They are absolutely not for. They have they have beautiful wisdom in it for you. If if we can just lean into them and and let them let them teach us rather than labeling that we so do in in our society as well is is label good or bad or give things diagnosis and give things um all this energy behind it um Mm -hmm. and then we identify with it and ultimately i had this sense that there was something that there was something more to it and that i just had to keep trusting and so i walked those those and i remember those initial steps and continue to be in different ways because we're always having to lean in with courage with certain things as we're expanding our capacity and making more heart-led decisions. But in those times where it was those first initial steps, you know, you know, on a deep, deep level that there is something in your life that is calling for you to take a leap on or that Mm -hmm. is calling for you to pour some energy into. Mm -hmm that you can't continue to numb or escape or or the voice is getting louder or that decision or that it it's it's it becomes unbearable and it's so clear when somebody you know when someone identifies it and it's just the courage to to listen to that inner voice and not the mind trying to put it into boxes and make it all make sense or the the fear and it's really establishing the relationship with with fear ultimately so listening to that inner voice it's very important and I, I love that you're sharing that and let's kind of hop into that relationship with fear so from your life experience and from your you know challenges and and you know how how did you move through your life what was your relationship to fear and what is your relationship to fear right now and ultimately, where do we need to be as humanity within our relationship with fear? Mm-hmm. Well, it's fascinating, really, when you get into the energetics of fear, 
because it feels so real and yet it is so not, but it feels so real. And so I believe that the gateway to working with fear, the thought-based fears, so if we strip back and write down what all of our fears are, Mm-hmm. And then we get into the energetics of what happens in our body around that fear. Um, of course, some fear is healthy, so we can't try and eliminate fear, but it's really developing a, a relationship to, to what our unique fears are mm-hmm. and trying to zoom out and going like, where, does the, where did this fear stem from? Mm-hmm. Where did I learn this fear um where did um what is this fear trying to keep me safe from do i what what are the risks if i face this fear am i risking my am i risking who i think i am mm. um and ultimately at the root of a lot of fear is you know fear of being seen and be and expressing ourselves um fear of judgment fear of um, the unknown and fear of rejection. And of course, when you get into the energetics of our human biology and you enter into the field of why fear of rejection exists in our tribes, where if we were rejected by our tribes, we would die. So fear of, of in, in terms of the dynamic of being in society and, and fitting in and belonging, you know, it's like we're always navigating belonging from the moment that we're born. We're navigating belonging with our family. We're navigating belonging. And so fear of being rejected, fear of being um, ostracized, um, abandoned. Um, these are all really potent things to kind of look at. What experiences have you had that have, that have activated these fears? And then we can start to peel them back. And, and But one of the greatest fears, I believe, is 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 fear of the unknown. Um, And that's ultimately fear of, of, of death. And, and really we have to understand if that feels relevant to us. And, and my relationship with, with death was presented to me many years ago when I faced off with the fear that I was going to get a brain tumor actually. And right. I, I, I recorded a podcast about it in um, on my, you can find it, it's Deep and Meaningful's podcast. But really it was kind of catastrophizing thoughts, mas- manifesting from anxi- anxious, um, an anxious energy. Um, and I suddenly was faced off with this, with this narrative and this story, but it actually did manifest itself in tumor, in a, an actual tumor in my brain um, that is benign. And um, and I faced off with the rec- with the reckoning with death. So I did a lot of studying around death. I explored death, and I really landed inside my body of this of this kind of acceptance and peace. And as that transpired over a period of time, the thoughts, you know, I, I faced off with the thoughts that were manifesting around that. You know, they were like intrusive thoughts. They would they disapp- they, they disappeared. And um, and I remember I had different tools and techniques to help this mm-hmm. these these fears that were arising, and mm-hmm. one of them was to go and look up at the sky. Any time that these fears would arise, I would go and look up at the sky, and it would just bring me back into my body. And of course, it is a, a relationship 
with with these fears is about coming back into the body nervous system work mm. and um and we uh and so i managed to reprogram these thoughts by coming back to the passing you know the passing of the sky the passing of the weather and that everything is impermanent and it's these little messages that we know it's like yeah everything's impermanent but then when it really lands for you and you're like oh yeah it's so impermanent so this is going to pass right okay it's passing and then it would pass and the time would become less and less when these thoughts would arise and then a few years later i actually went to get a scan on the actual lump that i had mm-hmm. and i remember walking into the hospital and i didn't feel any fear i wasn't catastrophizing about what might happen i did not feel any fear i was just so surrendered and i remember lying down to have the scan and i looked up and the ceiling was the sky the ceiling was kind of you know um fake tiles of the sky and i just had this beautiful like laughter moment like this this joyful moment of just everything's absolutely fine and that's just so beautiful because it was it was kind of like you know it's where you arrive at on the journey and you just have these little pockets of moments where it's just like you know time and and the process is is un- unfolding and you you had the courage to lean in and you had the you had the resilience to keep moving and you faced off with this fear and it isn't it doesn't exist anymore and i believe that that actually is is what it is about and so so it supported me in facing off with with other things and that's another piece around the sacred sovereignty actually so let's dive into the sacred sovereignty i love that term what is that for you and how can we achieve that sacred sovereignty ourselves mm, well of course when we're talking about walking home mm-hmm. coming back into home with our bodies mm-hmm. our bodies are our home they are these sacred vessels that we that house us they house our spirit they house our soul and so journeying with health has been huge for me over the years and nat- more natural living um prioritizing health and and really kind of reclaiming and empowering ourselves with our health because our systems they do disempower our health you know we we have some we have a symptom show up we go to a doctor and they tell us what it might be and we have no connection we generally don't have a connection to what it could be and we we learn to we've learned to kind of disassociate and put the power in other people's hands and when we start to lean in and to start listening to the body and to see different symptoms showing up as little signals and signs and recognizing you know that we are sovereign in our bodies like we have agency over our bodies and we have to reclaim that and that we can we can decide you know we can discern and we have to to recognize that there are amazing skilled experts out there that can support us in that but they should no one should ever really be telling us like really be telling us what's what's going on with us and our bodies because often it's it's not a textbook black and white approach it's not a it's a it's a cluster of symptoms often that have got something attached to it and ultimately well i believe that there is just so much more going on behind behind our health and uh and i think 
claiming that sacred sovereignty is building a relationship to um to our body as as a as a ecosystem that's communicating with all parts of us on all levels you know mm. all different bodies the mm. physical body the energetic mm. body mm. the emotional body and the spiritual body and so sacred sovereignty is to coming into claim and to own all of those bodies and to kind of really really recognize that it that we are we are sovereign and but we must we must actually behave like we're sovereign and so it's claim it. yeah, exactly as you said claim the sovereignty so how would you claim it would you say loudly to yourself I'll, i claim sovereignty and, and over my body what would be the process uh, for people to do that because i love you know i'm a huge believer in that I, I think that claiming that sovereignty is so important because it's a source of empowerment because we literally empowering ourselves as you said with our health and well-being and we are in relationship to this beautiful ecosystem of our body you know we know exactly why things are happening and we're able to be in stillness and silence to listen to our body to understand what is how is body communicating and I love what you're saying that we're all intertwined with the mental, emotional, physical, spiritual body. So it doesn't, even if there is a symptom in physical body, it might come from your emotions. It might come from your overpowering thoughts. It might be something spiritual that is happening that you're not really looking into or addressing. You know, it's it's complex in a way. So yeah. claiming that it's so beautiful. And how do we do it? Do I stand in front of the mirror and say, Zoran, you have complete and total sovereignty? over your body and you are you have sacred sovereignty over yourself would you do it like that i guess that is one way to approach it but i will tell you the harder way i i love <laughs> and audience, the harder way to be challenged <laughs> the harder way is yeah. when when the symptoms arise how do you be when the symptoms arise so when the symptom, the irritation, the uncomfortable, the the and you just you just want to take that quick fix solution that we've learned how to do, or you want to listen to somebody else's opinion or advice over and above your own, and you and you in those moments, you come in and you ask, and you lean in, and you explore, and you research, and you take what resonates, and you leave what doesn't, because it's that resonance within. You know your emotional body, you know your stress body, you know your, you know your level, you know it in, a, in life where you've been triggered by something, and it's activating you, but it's actually showing up in your gut. Mm -hmm. You know if you've had a, a, a strenuous um yeah, maybe a conflict or something and it manifests somewhere you know for me it is my head mm -hmm. so it is not it was interesting to me and the unfoldings of weaving together the dots connected in my life um how it all connects because I uh, get a lot when any when any whenever I have some form of tension or headiness it manifests in in my head and it literally it kind of um, yeah, either I get a headache or a head cold, mm -hmm. but it's super interesting. So for some people, it's in their gut. For some people, it's in their, um, yeah. you know, in their in their bodies. Chronic back pain, chronic, you know, chronic pain. All of these fascinating things to to kind of to look in and listen to. But the point where we claim our sacred sovereignty 
is when, when those things are arising and instead of reaching out, we, we reclaim and we, and we actually sit in it and we're like, this symptom that I feel is uncomfortable, that I want to label as bad, that I want to push away. How is this healing me? How is this showing me the direction that I need to move to walk home? How is this actually not a bad thing at all? Even, even if every single part of us thinks that it is. Yeah. How beautiful and empowering that is. Mm-hmm. And that question, how is that healing me? This discomfort that I'm feeling right now, how is this supporting me instead of going into the labeling and, you know, sense making and trying to fix it, you know? And this is what you truly mean by leaning in. It's leaning in, as I understand right now, it's being able to lean into that self inquiry to stay with it and to really figure it out yourself. Because once when you do, then you can truly transform. Otherwise, it will repeat itself or it will keep on growing as some kind of discomfort or pattern. Mm, disease, disease, yeah. yeah. Disease, disease. There's a lot of that in disease. And, and, and I would love to end with, with something that is important to me just to kind of complete this podcast with you. This heart-based living, I feel that right now we are at the moment of human evolution when it's more important than ever to be interconnected with our heart. And it's more important than ever to allow yourself to to experience the deeper relationship with your heart and to allow your heart to be the voice and to tell you move here do this let go of that you know stay here so in your own life journey Mm. what empowered you to make that choice or that transition into following your mind to, to this to the level of really trusting your heart and allowing your heart to lead the way? That's the first question. The second one is, what do you feel we should all do to be able to do that? I have been, I've spent the beginning of this year really intentionally actually building deeper, deeper, deeper relationship to my heart space. And I've been not just seeing it as my heart, but seeing it as my inner child's heart also. And reclaiming all of the ways where I was, where we have sort of disconnected, abandoned, or not held our hearts as sacred. Mm. And um, I said sacred sovereignty, and I'm going to say, you know, sacred relating to the heart and really recognizing like, and asking the heart questions like, are you open to love? Are you, are you, um, are you hardened by something that has happened to you? Do you feel, do you feel expansive in love or like you are, like you are yearning for it from pain? Are you, and, and asking the heart to, to, lead with, with with decisions so when we are faced with these things that we need to take courage on and the and courage the word courage means means heart core is heart the root of the word courage is is heart and so we just just, yeah. yeah we just have to look at these beautiful hidden messages and meanings in words 
the heart really we have been so we have been so conditioned into head led living and it's just to recognize that we have been so conditioned and and our sort of the ways that we've been conditioned to live is just head led and and so reestablishing a relationship with the heart is reestablishing a relationship to to coming in back into union with with ourselves and the heart it doesn't lead with um with known things it doesn't lead with familiar things it leads with expansive into into love and into kind of into a direction where we have to establish trust and self-trust because you can't lead with heart until you trust that you can walk in the direction of heart and that is why i i can clearly see this journey of a sort of of a decade coming into closing for my personal life is that um and in my journey is this is this sacred sovereignty with self-trust and an absolutely surrendering into the unknown right now in my in my path like really feeling like okay i am i am just listening and leading with my heart to the absolutely unimaginable possibilities because we we really want to see a new world emerging so yeah. it's it's not no one knows it's not figured out there have been people mystics and sages and uh, talking about the 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 new era and the new earth but we are not going to create it from the head and it is not known. We have to absolutely trust in something bigger. And so I'm at a point where it's like, hey, heart, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reclaim. I'm going to return to my childlike essence because you know, you are tapped into source and your pure expression is so tapped into source way more than Nina with all the experiences Nina has had in her life. And I just need to open and I just need to listen and I just need to lead into that unknown and be like, who wants to come with me? Because we know that these systems and structures need to dismantle and our mind's not gonna, it's not gonna know. And it's, and it's, and it wants to try and it wants to keep us safe and it wants to build things from the familiar ways of doing things. But leading into this new, it's like, okay, we've got to re, we've got to listen to the heart and keep, keep kind of clearing it from, from um yeah just keep clearing it and trusting in it and when I was talking earlier about health and the journey of health and, and sacred sovereignty I mean that in the most important senses of the word for that self-trust because you cannot have self-trust if you also do not trust in your body yeah you can't have self-trust if you do not trust that your health is in your hands that you are empowered to have to take on this life in, into the unknown. Um, you can't, you can't do it if you don't, if you do not have trust in, in your sacred sovereignty, in your health. And if you haven't recla reclaimed that, if you haven't, then that is a brilliant place to start. Also, that is a, that is what, you know, walking home um, also means to me. And uh, it is really that, you know, we walking into the, walking in and leading with the heart and just uh and yeah um letting it guide letting it guide 
we are going to reference all your social medias and websites in the description of the podcast below for the people to who feel inspired and drawn to your wonderful energy to walk back home alongside with you, you know, to be accompanied by your wonderful wisdom. Thank you so much, Nina, for coming to this podcast. I've learned so much. I mean, what I love about you is that the information that you're bringing is such a it's it's beautifully expressed. It's easy to understand, and it's fantastically easy to apply. And I thank you for that on behalf of our audience. Thank you so much for being our guest today. Thank you so much for coming to TNM Coaching Unplugged and Zoran Todorovic Interconnected. And to all of you who are listening, wow, isn't she wonderful? <laughs> Keep listening to this podcast again and again and again. There's a wealth of information. Anything, Nina, that you would love to say just to leave our audience with the last piece of wisdom? Uh, we are uh, we are at this position in in time, and all I can say is is that beyond what you can imagine, you are held and you are safe, and you are you are guided by something that is unexplainable. And just to you know, yeah, come join me in this unknown direction of uh, I am Circle will be evolving in this in this way because it feels. Like it, it, it too has had to dismantle in order to lead into yeah, this new paradigm energy. And so, yeah, come connect with me if this resonates and just be like, yeah, I'm here to dive into the unknown and to open and expand my heart and, um, and yeah, lead with courage and you've got this. <laughs> We've got this. Thank you so much once again, Ina. Lots of love to everybody and thank you so much for tuning in and listening. Bye for now. 